Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Metz. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? Look at us. Look Get at it us. done. We're here. We are. For those listening, I probably won't upload this until Wednesday. Nothing, oh, okay. is, nothing has changed. All right. But for us, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's crazy, Steve. It's a crazy new world. Yeah. Ted's got the day off. I rearranged my schedule so that we could get lunch afterwards. And then, though, I still like have a time crunch. So this might not be a very long one just because uh, we have a chance to take Tatum into a pool this afternoon. Oh, no kidding. So, of course. The normal yeah. pool or a different one? Like uh, her family's pool. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm pretty pumped about. So we're I all. I got to get in that pool. Yes. That, every time you show me pictures, I'm like, that's a nice setup. Dude, their backyard is a straight up resort. All right. It's got a pool. It's got a hot tub. It's got a gym. It's got like a little washroom. It's got one of those like little marbles on a table, and you hit a button and flames come up so you can make s'mores. Oh, nice. It's got nice. a grill. It's got refrigerated. Everything's outside. Awesome. The gym's indoors, but it's like its own place. All right. Yeah, man. They've done well for themselves. I got a big kid kid weekend coming up, too. Yeah? Yeah. My buddy Frank's turning three. So we're, we're talking bouncy house. Oh. I'm getting a little worried, though, Steve. I purchased two bubble guns. They have not shown up Uh-oh. yet. Oh, boy. I know. As Tatum would call them, bubbles? <laughs> bubbles? Bubbles. Right? That's like her thing, man. She loves bubbles. These are like Tommy gun machine guns that shoot bubbles. Nice. Double barreled. I'm like, they need to show up by Friday. We have a pineapple that spits bubbles out or a unicorn that also has uh, bubbles. All right. And my wife just got like a splash pad. I don't know if you've ever seen these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, it's, oh, Awesome. I know, it makes me feel ghetto when I tell people we used to just play in the hose. Yeah, same here. Or yeah. we, or we would unhook the fire hydrant. All right, yeah. That's yeah. even better. That was the sprinkler in our neighborhood. Yeah, like our driveway had a little, uh, I, you know, a little hill to it. Yeah. So we sometimes we would just run the hose and they just yeah. lay there. Yeah. Yeah, either that or you play in the sprinkler. Oh, the sprinkler was the best. But this thing, yeah, you hook the hose into it. And I'm an idiot. I thought you had to blow it up. So I'm trying to blow it up with the blow-up machine, like the the pump. And it kept deflating before I could close the thing. And I realized, oh, no, wait a minute. Water goes in this, and there's holes. That's why it won't hold air, so that the water will shoot, like, sprinklers in the air around this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they look awesome. It's amazing. It's so much fun. It's very relaxing. You feel like you're at a resort because there's water constantly going. So we were doing that, like, every day this past week. It's so awesome. Nice. Yeah, so things are good, man. So we're going to go into a pool later on today, but I'm excited. We're going to grab some lunch. Oh, yeah. So let's just jump right into things. I also... Very excited. I just got my hands on uh, some Kraken tickets for the season. Oh, did you really? Yeah, just they did a verified fan pre-sale thingy or something at 10 a.m. this morning. So I had my laptop open. I had the desktop open and my phone because you pick a game and then you hope that you're in the queue. You go in the queue. Yeah. And then so I did home opener just to see. Then I did the, the first two weekend games that they have. So it's like December 3rd and November 19th or something like that, right? So... Home opener one says you're in a queue of over 2,000 people. That didn't happen, of course. Then the uh, the November game, you're in a queue. There's there's 200 people ahead of you. I'm like, oh, this is probably I'm gonna end up being on like the secondary market when this is all said and done. But then on the December third one for the game against Edmonton on a Friday night, you're in the queue and there's only 15 people in front of you. I was like, I have a chance. It's got nosebleed section. That's fine. I mean, like the 200 section. Oh, man, I got face value tickets. And I talked about it on the air beforehand. And a listener, he messaged me, he goes, Hey, I'll sell you my tickets face value for the game against the Devils since I know you love the Devils. 
Uh, it's in April, and his tickets are like really good. Like, but I mean, it was still like I think they were like one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred seventy five dollars a ticket, which was like more than I wanted to spend. But I'm like their face value. At the time, I didn't know if I was going to get the tickets uh, at 10 a.m. All right. So I pulled the plug on that as well. So I'm going to two games for sure. All right. So the first ones are a Friday night game. Friday night game. How many tickets you buy? Two. All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to do more, but I was like, ah, I can't afford more. <laughs> no, I'm just, look, yeah. everybody I know that says they're buying tickets, I'm always just checking because I'm, I'm just hedging my bets on other people not going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Sid might change her mind. Right? Friday night, she might yeah. not feel like going up to the city. The baby's annoying her, so she's just like, I don't feel like dropping her off with Grandma. How about you and Ted go to this one, and I'll go to the next one? Or I went to this one. How about you and Ted go to And I still plan on hoping to get some more, you know. Uh, we'll have to talk. Because yeah. I have a buddy that like, is like a big wig in their ticketing department, but I'm not going to bug him for like tickets until I, I like – Later in the season, you know what I mean. I, I want to be that right because the first couple months, especially like it's crazy, right? The first few games, everybody's gonna want to go to, and then the first couple games, like especially when you people have time off between Christmas yeah. and New Year's, those games are gonna be wild. Oh, it's gonna be nuts. I know. At first, I was like told Sid, I'm like, yeah, we got tickets for April. She's like, that's so far away, though. I'm like, yeah, I'm hoping we'll get closer. So at least now we're in December. So. Yeah, and April seems far away, but let's be honest. Like, I hate to say this because it's only early August. Like, it'll be freaking Christmas before we know it. Uh, dude, right? Yeah. I know. It's just insane. So, fingers crossed, get more tickets. You and I definitely have to go to a game together. That's- oh, I'm going. Yeah. yeah I oh, might yeah. just hang outside the arena with a sign that says, I'm Ted Smith. I'm your new friend. I'm willing to go to games with you. I can also put you in contact with the guy. Like, he's right. like, I, I'm not scalping. I'll pay full price. Yeah. Do you have an extra ticket? And do you need a friend? <laughs> Talks, starring Ted Smith. Translation: Ted Smith's going to be wet at a bar near the arena. Yes, because it's going to be raining on him. Oh, nobody needed a friend. Jerseys go on sale. On a, oh man, I don't know if I can afford jerseys. I just bought four tickets. Come to think of it, all right. Well, at some point, I'll get a jersey before December. All right. Well, Steve, that brings me to the TED Talk today. Buy a jersey. Stay the course. Okay. Life is wild. It throws curveballs at you. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, sometimes they're amazing things. Sometimes they're sad things. People get sick. Things happen. But just stay the course. Know who you are. and You know what I mean? Just keep yeah. chugging along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consistency, yeah. man. It's wild, right? Me and yeah. my friend. I mean, we're always talking about like trying not to get the highs too high and the lows too low. Yeah. But like life is just crazy. You know, I mean, look, I could sit here and tell you stuff going on in my family or Steve's family, but like you don't need to know because everybody's my got- family. What do you know? Oh, sorry, man. Uncle Bill again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's evil. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like I things happen. Like I don't. It's just so serious. Like also, like stay the course. See your friends. Maybe go to a random festival on a Saturday. Like just I, do uh, stuff. Who would go to a random festival on Saturday? <laughs> not Ted Smith. <laughs> what would be this random festival that you did not go to? All right, big shout out to uh, Brody Nation, their music festival. I saw the Black Tones were playing that. Yeah, they played Friday I love night. That band. Our boy Davin was playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played on Saturday. Nice. It was, it was cool, man. They had late night sets. There was a log made. Out, there was a bench made out of a log. Where was that at? Uh, Incarnation. Incarnation. Okay. Yeah, right there on the Tolt River. So right near where Meltdown is. Well, Meltdown's up in Darrington. Darrington. Yeah. Ah, Incarnation. So they're both. Darrington, they're both that. like yeah. east. You're right. They're probably not that far. How far is that from me? <laughs> yeah. Tall. This one would have been closer. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Bunch of awesome people. Big shout out to uh, Andy from the Navy. I appreciate the beers. Uh, 
my guy, Tony, I met a guy early on, and I was like, Tony, you look like a cop, because he had a little mustache. Uh-huh. Tony and I were buds all night. Cop or firefighter. Yeah, right? <laughs> There's a guy in my gym, like, he just looks like a, I don't know why, you ever see something like, I bet that guy's a cool dude. He's got oh, like yeah. an old school boombox tattooed on his leg. And he's, you know, and, and he's got, I think he's a firefighter because I think he wears a firefighter shirt, but he also has like that firefighter cop mustache. Yeah. And just like, I bet you like the party, but I don't know you. I'm not going to be like, hey, you want to go hang out? You got a boombox tattoo on your leg. Well, the other thing is, is that like some people have been there since Thursday camping out and stuff. Mm-hmm. We show up Saturday afternoon. Uh, I forget, man, there was a, there was a brewery there from uh, Snohomish that was real good. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, as the night's going on, I'm having a lot of fun. Yes. So we had started sitting in these seats that were like just kind of far away. I was calling them the box seats. So at some point, we're like out watching the bands. We come back, and there's other people there. And I'm like, hey, man, just so you know, like we reserve these box seats like weeks anyway. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Are you serious? I was like, no, no, no. I'm just busted balls. You don't know me. I got too friendly there. Sorry. It's just my festival Ted likes to bust balls. Right? I mean, I just like messing with people. <laughs> but it's weird when other people don't know there's a joke going on and you include them. What a trip, though, to be around a festival. I mean, I'm granted, I'm sure it wasn't like, you know, elbows to buttholes, like kind of like, but it's still no. going to be crazy, though, to be around like a large number of people. It was. Yeah. And this was much smaller. I mean, less than 400 people and like the grounds were smaller. I mean, it was, it, it was a ton of fun. And frankly, I forgot how much I love that environment. Dude, uh, did you catch any of uh, what was going on at Lollapalooza? I did not. It I mean, was basically... insane to see the footage. All right, because I went out Friday night and then went to this on Saturday, and then Saturday I was a co- little small cocoon of a man just watching sports. Well, Lollapalooza went down, and man, something happened that I instantly thought of you and blew my mind. All right. All right, so Limp Biscuit performed, which- All right, I saw the pictures of Fred Durst. I, I don't know about you. I would have loved to have been there for that. And they tore it up. I watched it on YouTube. If you just type in Limp Biscuit Lollapalooza, you'll be able to find footage of it. But the highlight was at the end, they decided to play their new song on the loudspeaker while he ran around throwing T-shirts out to the crowd, right? So it's like this song called Dad Vibes, which is why he was dressed kind of like an old dad. All right. So it's brilliant on his part because everywhere on social media, people are clowning on him for this old man outfit. And posting it, but everyone's like, oh, he's really embracing the dad vibes, which in, in fact is the name of the new Limp Bizkit single. I'm like, he's getting pub from so many places about this upcoming single because of how he dressed. And he was unapologetically in that outfit. Never got out of it. Never banged his head hard enough to lose the wig. Like, he was all about it during that performance. So it was pretty I mean, funny. all I've seen is people seem pumped on Fred Durst yet. Oh, dude, it was great. He's having fun. At, at, but the highlight was at the end, he's passing out T-shirts. And it was like, our two worlds collided as he's panning on t-shirts who does he see i know i saw the photo mark what the hell are you doing out here how you doing i'm good how are you <laughs> fantastic and that was it hey just i you saw see the, the picture the picture looks like they're posing it's fred Durst handing on t-shirts he sees mark rabia the i'm a flamingo guy who's also performing at it who's just in the crowd enjoying i guess limp biscuit and he's like, Mark, how you doing? He's like, I'm fantastic. How are you? Fred just turns his back and goes, and fantastic, and just keeps on going. All right, so I saw the picture from Mark's account. I did not realize it happened in action. Yes. I assume that had it been, like, planned or, like, Fred, let me get a picture. No, if you go on my social media page on Twitter, you'll see I, I, I the progression. The, how that happened. It was just like, yeah, he's just walking. I mean, maybe they – I'm like, that's a collaboration we need in our lives. Oh, yeah. Right? Fred Durst and Mark Rabier? 
I mean, look, I'll stick by it. Significant Other is a great CD. I, I listen to Limp Bizkit at least a couple times a week. All right. At the gym. That's my go-to whenever I just need something. It's either Significant Other, which actually I was just listening to uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, which I think is a fantastic record. Actually, I might like that one even better than Significant Other. And then I, I love- disagree. All right, fine. We don't have to be friends on everything, you know? <laughs> And I love their last record they put out, Gold Cobra. I don't know that I listened to it. Nobody's ever heard. Yeah. I think even Limp Biscuit fans haven't heard it. It's awesome. Even like there's a I, I get too nerdy about Limp Biscuit, man, but I love them. And that, so do you want to hear a little bit of the clip of uh, the new song that they played? Play it. All right. So it's uh, obviously it's just through a loudspeaker, through like a mixing board, but uh, is this, this is, the same band? Everybody that you know and love is in the band except the drummer who's still in the band apparently, but had some health issues recently. And because of COVID, he doesn't want to hit the road just yet. All right. I wasn't sure if some of the, I mean, I hate to say this. I wasn't sure if some of those guys had moved on or had passed on or anything like that. It's like Wes is still there. Uh, Is it Sam Rivers? I think it's the bassist. The same bassist. All right. Uh, Wes Borland with the band again. So he's, I mean, obviously they've, some of the members have come and gone, but this is the OG lineup that we all know and love. All right. Uh, DJ Lethal on ones and twos. Nice. And then uh, well, John Otto eventually will be back. <laughs> on ones and twos. <laughs> on the ones and the on twos. On the ones and the twos. <laughs> yes. On the wheels of steel, I believe is what they call it these days. They do. Uh, but yeah, so they played a little bit of the song, and it sounds like exactly what I'd hope Limp Bizkit to sound like. Check it out, Dad, with the swag on the floor. Mama going back. Sounds like a Limp Bizkit song. Sounds like a Limp Bizkit song. I'm I'm all in. All right, let me ask you this. Is this song for us, or is it for a new crowd? I feel like it's for us. All right, yeah. That's the vibe I get. I I was like, I like it. I don't know if younger people are. I I think that maybe they've just come to terms with like, you know what? Let's just make our Limp Bizkit fans happy. Yeah. You know, like, let's not try and be too cool. Like, let's do what they want. And if anyone else likes it, great. But if not, we're singing about dad ass. Well, and a lot of bands do that. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. For for. Guys our age, if you go see The Who, it's not like they wrote that for us. Right. You're absolutely right. You so know? it's like either you're with us or not. Yeah, and like the Stones still make Rolling Stones songs. But, dude, that Lollapalooza f- performance makes me feel like there's going to be a Limp Bizkit resurgence. I don't think you and I are no longer going to be banging the drum of something that people are like, ugh, Limp Bizkit. I think it's like you saw th- – this crowd was mostly – though not us. It was like 20-somethings and 30-somethings at Lollapalooza. And that entire crowd, even at one point, he goes, hey, who here is seeing us for the first time? And the entire place said, like, went, yeah. And they tore it up. That place was pure chaos. Here's the other thing I've noticed about Lollapalooza, and I saw this with Future years ago, is that rappers have done a great job of learning from rock stars and incorporating that stuff in the shows. Yeah. So, like, Lasers, Pyro. Yep. Or, like, the Climb in the Rap. I mean, I, who was it? Was it Designer I saw on Friday night? Forget which rapper it was, or maybe yeah, it was Playboy know. Cartier, or what. But he was like climbing the rafters like Eddie Vedder used to do. Nice, yeah, or, yeah. And it's just wild. I'm like, I mean, I think it's good because back in the day, I went to a lot of rap shows where it was just a bunch of dudes yelling at you. 
Yes, dude. There's like 15 people on stage. Yeah. And they'd have the same sound effect box. Okay, sorry, 50 Cent. I'm diming you out. It was at the Paramount. And they had the same sound effect box that we used to play our sound effects here at the radio station. Yeah, they have a shortcut or, 360, or the, right, yeah. the 360. Right. So it's got like 50 hotkeys. You can put as much stuff in there, but that's 50 buttons. His DJ had just that. Started a song that way. Or yeah. maybe he had a DJ and that guy had that. And then whenever he wanted to make like gunshot sounds, he would hit that or other random sound effects, he would hit that. And I mean, was- I both, we were, we were both at the same bumper shoot. Yeah. Because you did a stage announcements for uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Yep. But like, I, I was pumped to see T.I. earlier in the day. Yeah. But T.I., middle of the day, bunch of dudes screaming at you. No, and, and everyone has a mic. Yeah. It's like he gives it the, the same with 50 Cent. He gave everybody in his crew a mic. And nobody thought about maybe if we all start selling stuff at the same time, no one's going to understand anything that we're saying. Right. So when I watch these younger dudes now, I'm like, good. Yeah. Like they got like the, because the, rock shows are just the best. It's a performance. Yeah. They know yeah. what they're doing. He even gave love uh, to a hip-hop icon that's no longer with us, and it's uh, Biz Marquis. Yeah. It's kind of a cool moment at Lollapalooza. <laughs> you got what I need. Rest in but peace, Biz Marquis. You say he's just a friend. Oh, the crowd is like... You got what I need. Yeah. So cool. He's a Maryland guy. Biz Marquis? Yeah. Uh. He used to go into the Fridays where my brother worked back in the day when, like, Friday, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's where people went. No. Yeah, we get wings and champagne. Awesome. Yeah. It's not a crowd, though. Yeah. This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Fred, it actually is. <laughs> All right. What? Oh, then they go into Faith. I mean, that's a good... Bismarck into faith. I mean, yeah. That's a nice little. They did House of Pain, Jump Around. They did right. DMX a little bit. Like, no it was kidding. mostly just Lethal doing these parts. And then they did Faith, but they only did like the first verse in the chorus. And then he's just like, ah, you guys don't like, I don't think you guys are liking the George Michaels. He kept calling him George Michaels. And I was like, what is going on? He's like, I like. That's a dad vibe. It's a dad vibe. <laughs> he's totally swerving George us. George Michaels. God damn it, good call, Steve. <laughs> All right, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, uh, we'll get into the wide, wide world of sports. Yeah. When the Mega Cats returns. Oh, thank goodness. These two idiots finally stopped talking. The Mega Cast will unfortunately be back. From the same people who brought you Egoji Waffles comes Trajoji Condoms. Trojan condoms with emojis for every exception. There's the face with the tears of joy for the guy who finally gets to use his Trajoli in his wallet. The rolling on the floor laughing emoji for the gal who's not impressed with her man's size. And you can also get condoms with praying hands, smiling face with hard eyes, or the loud crying face. Safe sex just got a lot more expressive with new Trojan condom Trajogies. Are we really gonna let these two talk again? The mega cast is back. Ted, before we get into the wide world of sports, I want to give a quick shout out to everybody in Bellingham that came out to see. 
your local celebrity, Steve Miggs, wrestle at 5CC Wrestling. I was wrestling for the – it was a five-way elimination bout. I was wrestling for the first – to become the first ever 5CC champion, and Ted, I fell short. Steve, I'm disappointed in you, not going to lie. I, I, I'm disappointed in me, too. I thought Should I was I doing well. Should I take that out of sports? Steve jokes again. Yes. Jesus. Here I thought I was going to make it happen. It was – dude, the match was a blast, though. So, like, it's a five-way – all this, it's just what you'd expect. Like, the crowd's hot. It was a sold out show because, you know, I was there. Was and, Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday yeah. night. And then at one point, everyone's doing like a dive spot. So, like, at some point, some guy goes out. Uh, this, uh, this kid, Nick Wayne, who's incredible. He's like 16 years old, dude. And uh, son of a legend here, Buddy Wayne. And, and he's, it's in two years, he will be on television. As soon as he can be on television, he will be on television. He's that good. He dives out, does a crazy flip. Then the next guy, Zebediah Saint, he hits the ropes, does a backflip. So then I slide in. So it's like almost like a waterfall of moves, right? All right. So everyone's diving. It's the first two guys. I slide in. The whole crowd's like, oh, crap. Miggs is going to dive. And I'm like, you want to see me dive? And everyone's like, yeah. I'm like doing the dive hand of mine. I'm like, all right, let's go. And the whole room's clapping and going nuts, going nuts, going nuts. Hit the rope, stop on a dime, and I flip everybody off. I'm like, I ain't diving for you. Cool. I'm backing up, flipping everyone off, and I hit I hit a body that's behind me. I didn't realize it. It's Big Jack, Jack the Ripper Stevens, and he's a big dude, right? And so I turn around. And he's like, "You're diving," and he picks me up into a body slam, backs up, running, tosses me into the wrestlers out there. It was exhilarating and terrifying. Was this not planned? Oh no, it was totally oh, right. wrestling. I was like, I know <laughs> this is planned. I would have been scared assless. And, uh, dude, I went flying. I'm like, because when he planned, like, we're doing all this. I told him what I wanted to do. And he was just like, hey, can I just pick you up and throw you then? I'm like, well, can you? I'm 220 pounds. Like, I'm not, like, super light, 215, whatever I am. Yeah. Picks me up, no problem. Chucks me. Like, I thought, oh, I even told him, I'm like, when you guys catch me, make sure you're close to the ring. And, I mean, dude, I went flying. They caught me just great. Whole room's going, holy ass. Ho-. Mind you, also, before all of this, my buddy Malik wrapped me out on my intro. I can't wait to get footage of it, dude. He wrapped my intro. The guy who wrote my intro. So are you a high flyer now? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if Jack's throwing me, sure. I'm a high flyer whenever Jack wants to throw me. You should tag team up with him. I was about to say, maybe that's what we do. I have no problem doing dives. That's your new signature move. I'm just scared uh, that I will clip a rope when I do it myself. But if he's throwing me, I'm all in. So then after Man. the dive, I did the old school heel trick, and I snuck under the ring. And I hid under there until I had my opportunity when it was just one left. And I snuck up behind him, Nick Wayne, and I started attacking him, threw him into some chairs. Whole place is booing me. I'm choking him. I'm working him. And then I was, and he gets a quick roll up, pins me after all this. I mean, it was great tension, dude. It was one of my favorite moments. Like, I nice. had like, such legit anger. And, like, I was really feeling the heel vibe. And the crowd, even people wearing my shirts, were flipping me off and yelling at me during the match. It was great. That sounds like you're doing your job. Did my job, Ted. Yeah. Rolls me up. One, two, three. Place of ups. And he wins the title. <laughs> and I leave angry. Can you go back out after you've pissed off everybody? Or does that kill the show? Oh, it was the main event. I went right back out after. As soon as, the, as soon as he went through the curtain, I went out the other door right to the merch table. I got T-shirts to sell, Ted. <laughs> and if you have to stay, like, a, are you still a dick when people come to the merch no. table? Or is that point, like, the show's over? I know some people, th- there's an argument with this in wrestling. Like, right. do you stay heel from the moment you show up to the moment you leave? Some do believe that that's how you should do it. And I get it. I, I personally believe. Look, nobody, everyone's in on it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. When during the match, from the minute I leave that curtain to the minute I go back through that curtain, 
I will not, though, try and be the cool heel. Like, I'm not trying to, like, tongue-in-cheek wave at you. Like, I am going to do everything I can to make you hate me. Right. But during intermission, if I'm behind the table, after the match, I'm just going to be myself, man. Like, yeah. I think I think it's like people are, people are still excited to meet you. It's kind of a wrong thing. I don't know. Personally, I would feel awful if I was just being a jerk for my character and somebody was, like, legitimately happy to meet me and I'm, like, still being an ass to them. Yeah. Especially kids. Yeah. Well, I was just, I'm, yeah, that's, that's, a, I was like, I don't know how that works. But it, it goes both ways. It just depends on the person. All right. I, I, I want to sell t shirts, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's real heel stuff. Yeah. Like, I got I to gotta move this merch. I'm only home. nice to you because I want your money. Variety of sport. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. This is the. Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Uh, real quick, going back to Brody uh, Nation Music Fest. Three Bowl Brewing in Snohomish. That oh, was the brewing company that nice. was there. They had a selection of five different beers. They got tried all of them at least twice. <laughs> well, you know, you don't know for sure if you like them until you try it twice. Right. In the afternoon, it was kind of funny. They were like, here he comes again. <laughs> Which one hasn't he had? Right. Oh, I've had them all. This is round two. Well, you know how festivals are. Like, a lot of people are having fun, but, you know, it's early in the afternoon. Not everybody's up yet. I show up at, like, 2.30, just ready to get primed, wearing out a little walkway between the, the beers and where I was sitting. The usual? Nope. Trying the other one. Yeah, yeah. That's the usual. You try all of them. <laughs> Those guys are super cool and super nice that's right. out there. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing going on in sports right now, USA, USA, yeah, baby. Sunday night, we beat Mexico in the Gold Cup final. That was the first Gold Cup we had won in years. Also, twice in a summer now, we've beaten Mexico, which is a big deal. We still have World uh, World Cup qualifying this summer, which is why we didn't have most of our biggest stars there. But that's great to see those young kids and the national team out there winning. It's a lot like watching the Sounders with their younger guys, even though the Sounders are in a bit of a downturn. Yeah, it was a rough weekend. It was, but that's okay. I mean... You don't win championships during the regular season, Ted. Now, you do don't. You? And they got a ton of injuries and stuff, so we'll see. Yeah. And this, honestly, if you're a Sounders fan, we've we've done this trick before. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes August, you know, it's kind of like baseball. For, for American Soccer League, the MLS, this is the dog days of summer. Okay. So this is where you're going to drop a few points here and there. Have faith in Schmetzer. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's the greatest thing about Schmetz, right? Is that whatever team he coaches, once once you get to about September, as in the run-up into October, he'll get him peaking then. So, he yeah, take a couple losses right now. It's okay. Uh, let's see. F1 was a wild one over the weekend, heading into about a month-long break. They're not back until the end of August, a little summertime break. But, uh, yeah, Valerie Botas took out Mac, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> awesome. I've awesome. watched some Olympics. I don't know. I go back and forth to the Olympics. I try to get fired up. Not. I watched a little bit of Spain, USA last night in basketball. Okay. USA won. I will say the most exciting thing Is I've seen. Is there se- anyone that could beat USA? Oh, yeah. Spain was the number one. Oh, okay. Our number one contender to beat gotcha, us. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the rest of the world is caught up. They're but- better than the old 92 Dream Team years or whatever. It oh, was. Yeah. of course. Yeah. I mean, look at the when you look at the league now. I mean, it's not just like there's like it's true. You got Giannis and like different like foreigners that are not. It's not like like hockey is. You know, it's like yeah, you, you could there's name certain countries that there's a chance they could win the gold. No matter, it's not just USA and Canada, right? There's like Germany, Sweden, yeah, 
Right. So, I mean, right. Because it used to be back in the day in the NBA, you had, like, when I was a kid, there was, like, Vladi Divac, and that was it. Right. Now there's a ton of dudes from overseas that play and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff going on. Mariners. <laughs> hey, they beat the Rage yesterday, though. Did they? All right. I mean, that's that's nice. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I struggle this time of year with baseball. I'll, I'll be fired up again in a month from now. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, yeah. Tomorrow, or yeah, if you listen to this, tomorrow night is a Hall of Fame game. It's kind of crazy. NFL's back. Dude, that's nuts. What someone said, like, this is the last weekend without the NFL. Oh, no, this is the first weekend now where we start with the NFL. So we have it Thursday, and then I think there's nothing this Saturday and Sunday. And then you're right. By next week, every single team will be playing a preseason game. Crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, it's even just weird. Like when I got the Kraken tickets, that uh, your tickets won't be ready me. for another 90 days. And I'm like, that's nuts. That's not very long. Yeah. Well, and for us, too, it's just been weird because it was so hot in June. Like I know we've had summers that are summer. This seems like the longest summer we've ever had, which is great. No, I keep looking at the weather, wait, expecting like the ball to drop. And I'm like, wait. Next week, we have weather in the 80s again. This is awesome. Yeah, like Friday, thankfully, we'll get some rain. But then, yeah, we'll heat back up next week. Hell yeah, baby. I've also got to buy bug spray. Is it bad? I I don't know if it's because I'm hanging out in the woods or there's more bugs nowadays. But every... every Maybe you should hang out in your apartment and us in the woods. Right? (laughs) Every Sunday, I feel like I'm just itching my legs. Like, how did I get so Uh, many bites? Man, I remember... I feel like like, mosquitoes are just not a thing here. And now, all of a sudden, people are dealing with them. Yeah. It's this damn climate, man. Well, and you know me, man. Like, it's got to be a certain temperature for me to put on sweats. Yep. But if you're out in the woods, a hoodie and shorts is like my favorite look. Hell yeah. But it doesn't protect your legs much. No. <laughs> oh, uh, one quick thing before we get out of here. Uh, September 10th. Actually, I was trying to remind you if you have if you've got nothing going on. Uh, going to be SOS Pro Wrestling, the 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 weird wrestling web series that we had where we were stuck on a quote unquote island. Oh yeah. We're actually taking it to a live venue. We're going to be at Hales. Uh, the Palladium at Hales, uh, the the brewery in, in Fremont. All right. And it's going to be September 10th. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Just go to SOS Pro Wrestling on social media or just SOS Pro Wrestling, I think, .com. Uh, and you can purchase tickets. They're selling pretty well. But that's going to be a lot of fun uh, just because a lot of us have not had a chance to perform in Seattle proper. So be able to see some of your favorite wrestlers there. Ethan HD is going to be there. Rumor oh, has nice. it. Cody Chun. Uh, myself, all right, uh, Baseball yeah. Jones. It's going to be a fun night. And, and the guy I'm going to be wrestling, I think you'll get a kick out of because you know him pretty well. So all right. uh, I can't say who it is just yet, but I'll tell you off the air. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Right, because uh, 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 the 11th, we have another uh, cage sport MMA. So Friday oh. night, yeah, I should be open. If you want to see some uh, fake fighting before you see some real fighting. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a power weekend. Yeah. Watch Migs wrestle Friday. Mm-hmm. Cage sport MMA Saturday. Sunday morning, first Hawks game. I mean, why even do anything up until then? I, Nothing I, will ever come close to that. I'm going to hibernate like a bear until that weekend. That's a lie. We all know I'm going to be out every freaking weekend leading up to it. So please see some of uh, the mega family at that. I'll be maybe one of the first chances where you'll get to see both of us. Who knows? Uh, Are you still doing other wrestling stuff? Yes. All right. Yes. People have asked me. I'm like, I don't know because he wrestles so much now. I don't know if he's done. Oh, at Defy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there for those first two shows. Okay. Yeah, those are going to be happening, I think, at the end of this month. All right. Yeah, somebody was asking me, and I was like, you know, it's a good question because he wrestles so much now. I'm not sure he does announce it anymore. No, I I actually I had opportunities to wrestle that weekend. I turned him down because I want to be there for those first two shows. You know, I might miss some here and there, but I definitely don't want to miss the first two shows. And Defy is my home. So, of course. Yeah, I'll be ring announcing at those. So, that's. (laughs) 
I ain't going anywhere. Well, Ken Davis, our ring announcer, that's who was asking me oh, from Cage nice. Sport. He was like, is Mick still doing it? I was like, I think so. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, there's going to be a weekend of it, too. And then that, yeah. that Sunday is uh, whack where I'm taking on Danhausen. <sighs> the hell with Danhausen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. About time somebody agrees with me. Yeah. Dan. Housen. Take your teeth and leave me alone in your tequila dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Big deal. <laughs> All right, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at the Megacast. Let's go get some food. Yeah, man, I'm hungry. All right, goodbye.